Hello, friends, and welcome back to Goonies World. I am Ryan, also known as Meanie, and joining me, as always, is Colin, also known as Goonie. Hey. As well as Sean, also known as Johnny Farrow. Hi there. And we are returning once again to the world of Cape City, situated on the shores of Lake Inferior. Infe- I can't talk. Inferior. As I believe our heroes are speeding on a motorbike, a uh, Harley alike, what do you call it? It's Harley compatible. Harley compatible, yes. A Harley compatible uh, motorbike in the direction of downtown Cape City from the rather Tony uh, sort of far flung suburb of Kuchua Hill. Uh, going to, I believe, uh, the uh, Bane Building. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, did you leave Gary with a business card of some kind? Yeah, one eight hundred Honey Badger. Uh, no, you know what? I think I left that with the lady actually, with uh, Richard Richard's wife, Doctor Richard's wife. But I, I think it's possible she hands it out everywhere. She's well, got a popular website, maybe. I mean, if you search her, you can find her website, maybe. Her OnlyFans, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, anyway, you're about 10 minutes into your ride into downtown when your phone begins ringing. You got Honey Badger, go. Um, uh, hello, this is uh, Dr. Uh, Richard uh, Montana. Well, well, well. Speak of the devil. I'm gonna put you on speakerphone, and I'll pull the I'll pull the Harley over so we can have a good conversation. I'll I'll pull into the old gas station there off the off the highway, and uh, all right, yeah, I'm here with Inspector Specter. Yeah, surprised to hear from you. Yeah, well, my friend Gary suggested that you had stopped by his store looking for me. Yeah, your house, too. Hmm. Yes. Your wife's worried sick. Yes. Well, um, as she should be. Um, would it be possible for you and, uh, your ghostly friend to perhaps meet up with me? I was just going to suggest that. Where did you have in mind? Well, I think the Dragon's Den would be acceptable, but I'm terribly tired right now. It would be best for me, I think, if you could come by, perhaps in the morning. We got a feeling you're in trouble, Richard. Uh, you have no idea. If you're sure it's safe to wait that long. Uh, I will see you in the morning, he says. Yeah, I hope so. See you then. All right, well, he hangs up. Yeah. Well, I'm going to walk into the convenience store and get a cup of coffee, and I'm hoping it's like with cops. They don't really make me pay for it, but if, if they make me, I will. And, uh, so, But you're all in, in costume, so yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Just, just let you walk out with it. Yeah, <clears throat> grab a donut if you like. Uh, no, that's all right. I'm trying to watch my figure. 
So, Inspector, what do you think? Well, we'll see what he has to say. We still don't know about uh, this uh, this other Ricky Montoya guy. Yeah. Well, you want me to swing you by your place in the Agutter District? Yes, I think we've done all the investigating we can for tonight. I think so. Well, yeah, I'll uh, I'll have him give me directions. We'll I'll down the coffee, jump back on the bike, and uh, get uh, Inspector Specter back to wherever he stays. All I know is it's in the Agutter District. Place smells like ass. Yeah, and he's got a uh, apartment uh, that is um, also his office. I mean, it's really just in his office that he stays in his office. And, uh, it's pretty nasty, really. Does the Spectre need to sleep? I assume not. Not really, I wouldn't think. No, his body, he doesn't have a body to get tired, so he just kind of wanders around and thinks about stuff. Broods. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, uh... I won't come up and see your place tonight. Just check it out some other time. Yeah. Do you ever... Did you ever want to know how I became Inspector Specter? I've been dying to ask. It's a long story and I don't have time. All right, fine, I'll tell you. It all started one summer night. Well, one summer day, excuse me, at the Cape City Zoo. I was investigating a murder case, and I came face to face with the head zookeeper, Sapan Vasaman, a Sri Lankan. He was part of a cult that worshipped the ancient Hindu god Ravana, and he believed he could resurrect Ravana by collecting all the all, all of his tin heads or rather his the skulls that once belonged to his tin heads but he also needed an army for Ivana and so he started collecting bodies well souls that once belonged to soldiers from Ravana's original army thousands of years ago and he would the, these souls were were karmically downgraded and uh, and then put into, well, reincarnated into bodies of animals. And he started this, Sapan, he started collecting these animals in his zoo and then using a technology that harnessed something called necroplasm, he extracted these souls and he put them in human bodies. And I was unfortunately a victim of this. I had my soul extracted and an animal, a soul from a Siberian tiger was put into my body and I was temporarily put into that of a Siber- Siberian tiger. And then uh, luckily I escaped with the help of a 
chimpanzee named Jimbo. And then, <clears throat> never since I've been searching for my body, in the meantime, I thought I could do some good and help people with my disembodied spirit. That's quite a story. You're right about one thing. It's definitely a long story. Yeah. Three hours later, <laughs> well, that's just, how I became Inspector Spectre. Just as uh, Inspector Spectre finishes his story, uh, you hear from uh, around, uh, a, coming from a darkened alley like this, and then you see a guy like dart out of the alley. Sounds like a cat. Yeah, he like <laughs> he runs out of the alley and disappears. Oh, poor kitty! <laughs> oh, I had to throw some in there. Neighborhood full of cat fuckers. <laughs> I, I think I get your reference now. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, well, I'm gonna drop him off with that, and. Uh, I'll, I'll go, drive back to Kuchwala. I gotta go south of Kuchwala to my land. I have 20 acres. I live on a trailer from 20 acres. It's all paid for. I inherited it. So so she only works part-time. But uh, yeah, she'll go in, take off the armor, which takes a while, and uh, do her like obsessive push-ups on her knuckles and hanging upside down doing sit-ups and uh, all that stuff and finally go to sleep and set the alarm clock for pre-dawn alright well she uh, goes through her sort of uh, you know Christian Bale as Batman workout montage and uh, uh, goes to bed and uh, the alarm wakes her up pre-dawn I believe you said alright yeah get back into the gear back out. Wait a minute, I gotta drink some raw eggs like Rocky Balboa and then I'm gonna, uh, then I'll jump on a bike, head back down to the big city, get the inspector, come back here. You really need some kind of a vehicle to get around. Drive back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Need some kind of bike with an alternate fuel source. Thing sucks up gas. You don't have five bucks, do you? No. Nah. No, I do need to get a vehicle. I I don't have a motorcycle, but I have a motorcycle helmet to cover up my ghostly face. You need like a, you know, Spectre mobile or whatever. Someday. Yeah, someday. Well, we better get out and see Gary and uh, Richard at the Dragon's Den, so. I thought about something that maybe Maybe this Richard isn't really Richard. We don't really know until we go and find out. Yeah, I've never could met have been anyone. It could have been. I've never met the guy. Maybe you can look inside his soul or something. Well, uh, what time is it approximately when you uh, return to the Dragon's Den? Well, probably as soon as they open, we're there. Before I, I go before they open, I mean, he said morning. I'm thinking morning for a businessman's like seven, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna head there. Yeah, I got up pre-dawn. I was probably picking him up when the sky is starting to turn light. 
and uh, we'll get straight back out there. So it's about 7 a.m. You pull up outside the Dragon's Den. Of course, it is not open yet, but you find the door unlocked and uh, Gary um, sitting down at a desk. Um, and he, it, as soon as you walk in, he stands up and uh, just doesn't even say anything. He just kind of motions at you to follow him and he starts walking. Um, and he goes out a back door and to the outside and then into a separate door that leads down a flight of stairs down to the dungeon huh sort of it's actually more of just like a uh, as you go down the stairs you see it's it's just sort of old used books uh, bookshelves kind of lining the place but there is also a small desk and a makeshift bed um, set up here and sitting at the desk you see a uh, skinny man in glasses and uh, as he hears you guys approaching he turns and stands up and extends a hand and says oh hello i'm dr richard montana of course you are honey i'm inspector specter pleasure to meet both of you yeah i'll shake his hand watch the claws there you go So, it seems you were present at last night's festivities. Yes, we do want to call them that. <laughs> well, I believe I've stumbled upon something I was not supposed to stumble upon. A project. Baines was working on. We figured as much. Yeah. What kind of project? I believe the code name is the Phoenix Agenda. And yes. Yeah, that checks out. The project. Well, let's just say I uncovered some information that suggested to me that Bane had used the Phoenix Agenda to design and manufacture something they are calling the Phoenix Agent. Mm. Now is this Phoenix Agent a person or is this some sort of chemical? Something that reminds me of like Agent Orange. Or is it like a robot? It is not a robot. It is instead, I believe, some sort of uh, chemical or agent that uh, can be used to generate mutations in humans. Uh, Perhaps even uh, super mutations. My God. The last thing we need is an army of supermen commanded by Bane. That's true. I should probably call him Brendan Bane to avoid any confusion with the DC universe. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) So, uh, 
Now, I was not involved in the Phoenix Agenda, of course, but I did come across some information I believe I was not supposed to on the company network. Now, I, of course, worked on the 14th floor, but it seems that the Phoenix agent is being produced far below ground in what is known as the Deep Lab. The Deep Lab doesn't sound good. And, uh, I'm assuming somebody found out about this because these supervillains were sent to find you at this hotel, but they got someone else, someone with a similar name. Yes, I'm quite certain that, uh, they... The uh, villains in question were, in fact, products of the Phoenix Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Well, we didn't. Uh, we fought some briefcase boys, but uh, you're talking about the guys who kidnapped Spray Tan. Yeah, I didn't recognize their costumes, so it checks out too. Well, let me ask you something, Doctor. What do you think we can do about this? Well, I believe you will need to infiltrate the deep lab and recover any relevant information. Do you think uh, this, uh, Mr., uh, uh, what the fuck is his name, Montoya, you think he's, do you think they still have him? Or they, did they figure out it wasn't you? I'm not sure. It's hard to say. But I don't. I don't have any reason to believe that the mutations caused by the Phoenix agent are uh, likely to make one any more intelligent. So they they might think they have me. <laughs> I don't know. So he could be in this deep lab being tortured right now as we speak. That's possible. Well, listen, Doctor, uh, you got any way, you got any ideas about how we get into the deep lab? I don't think they're just going to open the doors and let us take a tour. No, I'm sure they would not. There's a special elevator in the lobby that goes only to the deep lab. It is uh, protected by a lengthy passcode, however. I, of course, used to be privy to this information, but surely they have changed it now that I've been run out. It may be possible to hotwire the elevator. Alternatively, you could probably smash through the floor of it, but... Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, if necessary. It's like a mile down. That's a long climb. I know I could phase through. That's true. But, uh... You know, that's just me. If I run into trouble, or if I need to, you know, get get this uh, Montoya guy out, I'm gonna need help. Well, I say we go there and just play it by ear. In worst worst case scenario, I'll create a huge diversion. So, you know, step number one is to get there and see if we can't just hotwire this thing the old-fashioned way. 
Yes, I think we'll go and do some reconnaissance. Let's just get there and you go in and take a look. I'll ride around the block a few times. Because you don't exactly need a door. That's true. Alright, Doctor. I hope you're shooting us straight. Yes, well, I don't know how to do anything else, I'm afraid. Now, what are, what are you going to do? I mean, are you hiding out? Do you have somewhere to go? Yes, I will be hiding out here. Uh, I trust Gary will keep my secret. Okay. He didn't I don't tell know me if I was here. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, you know, Dungeon Master, they're always inscrutable. I never know what they're really thinking. Right, Gary? He laughs. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go, Inspector. We might as well. Let's go. Get eyes on the situation. All right. Well, you, uh, once again, hop on your bike and head from the Dragon's Den in the direction of downtown. Now it is a Saturday uh, morning, and um, you're not sure whether uh, the building's even open like for business on Saturdays, but regardless, after, you know, about half an hour uh, drive, you exit the freeway and navigate some uh, surface streets and find yourselves outside of Bane Tower. Alright, see what you can see. I'm gonna go around the block, get myself a dog down at Chubby Chodes, and uh, I'll meet you back here. Alright. Alright, so uh, Inspector Spectre <clears throat> begins uh, walking up the stairs towards the uh, revolving door and uh, Pony Badger m motors off down the block and um, you just phase through uh, the wall or the door or whatever I mean the front of this the it's just several like large glass panels you know like a sort of glass curtain wall um, at the front of the building here and um, <clears throat> yeah I'm just gonna have to uh I'm going to kind of look around and then kind of throw off my uh, fedora in my trench coat and then phase through. Yeah. So, um, you look around a bit and including in the building and you don't really, there's not a lot of, uh, traffic. I mean, it's still pretty early in the morning on a Saturday. Um, there's no reception area or anything. You do see a bank of elevators, um, kind of in the middle of the building. Um, and then one sort of offset from those, which, presumably could be the one you're looking for. Um, but there's nobody in the, the la in the, in the uh, lobby that you can see. And, uh, so you step through and phase through. And when you do so, you see that there was in fact a person in here that you, that you had missed, um, sort of concealed around a, a bit of a corner, but it's just some old, dude mopping the floor and uh, he kind of looks startled at you when you uh, sort of phase through the wall but you know he's lived in Cave City his whole life he's probably seen uh, at, at least equivalently strange things and so he just kind of shakes his head and 
looks perhaps slightly relieved that as a specter, you won't be uh, tracking in dirt on his freshly mopped floor and uh, goes back to just mopping and ignoring you. Boo. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ignore him as well and uh, creep around. And where are you, where are you going? I will try to find this elevator. Yeah, there is a one elevator conspicuously offset from the normal bank of elevators. Um, you presume that could be it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and so there doesn't be any, seem to be any employees working today, or at least not up here. Um, so it doesn't look like I can just wait for someone to use it. I will spend, a li- you know, at least like a couple minutes just observing it, just in case. Yeah, you spend a few minutes hanging out. Um, nobody nobody goes in, nobody goes out. Um, you do notice that the, uh, the even the offset elevator just has a normal call button like any other. Well, that'll probably give uh, me time to swing back around. I'm going to... Nah, there's no being casual at this point. I'm just going to park the bike and peer through the glass and see if I can see him in there. Yeah, you see Inspector Spectre just kind of casually uh, waiting outside this elevator, which is offset from a bank of uh, six normal-looking elevators. I'll, I'll, I'll point to the door as if he should come let me in. I'll uh, phase through back outside and uh, tell them what I saw. Just, just that one, just that one elevator. I think is the one that goes to the deep lab. Yeah. Question is, how am I getting in? You got to go back in there and open the door for me. Yeah, but certainly will be picked up on camera and by this janitor. Unless, uh, I don't think. Uh, you have a, dis- a janitor disguise you can work up. For all he knows, I'm supposed to be here, and that's how we play this. That's true. He doesn't know nothing. Maybe we'll just, uh, you know, make sure he looks the other way if he gets curious. All right. Let's get cracking, Inspector. Hop back in there and let me in. We'll just stride purposely across the lobby. All right, so the inspector uh, phases back through and uh, unlocks, I assume, the revolving door, which you are then, Honey Badger, able to push your way through. And upon doing so, of course, you also spot the uh, the janitor mopping. And uh, upon your entrance, he looks up and sees you and does look a little bit annoyed that you were, uh, appear to be sort of walking on his freshly mopped floor, but he doesn't say anything. He just yeah. basically goes back to mopping and continues ignoring you. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, they see weirdos in here a lot, I bet. All right. Is that the elevator over there, that one that's slightly offset? Yes. That janitor might think we're, if he's seen these other supervillains, he might assume we're just uh, some of that... Uh, the pro, the Phoenix agent stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna stab that call button. I'm gonna smash that call button. You smash that call button in the face, mm-hmm. like a boss. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, the door opens. Now let's see. Let's see if they got a panel or something in here. There is. Uh, You step inside the elevator, and um, rather than having any, you know, floor buttons like a normal elevator, what it has in its place is an alphanumeric keypad. Mm -hmm. So I say what we do here is... uh, I'm going to try to pop off this panel with my claw. And then maybe there's some wires in there. Okay. Yeah. It's better than just trying to guess the password. I'm not even going to make you roll. Uh, Do you have, uh, uh, like, technology or anything? I have nothing like that at all. I I can pop the thing off. That's about it. But you can pop it off, and there are wires, but uh, you don't know what to do with them unless uh, you can make a technology roll. Well, I have two dice in it, actually. Two dice in it. Let me see here. Let me get a nice long look. This can't be that different. Well, there's a four and a two. That's better than nothing. There's two successes. Well, that's exactly what you needed. And uh, (laughs) you very quickly managed to, in fact, figure out that, uh, you know, you just need to take the cut the red wire and then put the green wire over here and then the elevator starts the door closes and the elevator begins moving down here we go good good job kid thanks chief and uh it goes down for quite a long time um you know this like you know dr montana said i mean this is like a mile, mile underground underground yes um and uh i didn't actually role play this out but he uh described the lab to you when you were talking to him the doctor and uh he explained that it's uh, basically just a single hallway in the shape of an ellipse uh and on the sort of outside of the ellipse or just like administrative offices and stuff but the, all the labs and stuff are on the inside of the ellipse so mm-hmm. Um, that's where all the interesting stuff is. And, uh, but after a long elevator ride down, you hear a faint ding and the door slides, doors slide open. All right. This is it. He said there's several labs down here. I'm not sure which one to check, but I say we just go to the first door. First lab we see. So the, the first door you come to on the inside of the ellipse, which would be the, as you walk out, sort of the left side, um, this is a large room with this sort of aroma of animalistic musk. And the room is lined with large cages, which are currently empty, except one in which you find a... Uh, Spray a man, a man with a with a spray tan and a pencil thin mustache, uh, enclosed within one of the cages. Richie Montoya. Hey, how'd you know my name? We've been looking for you. We're here to rescue you. Oh, thank God! 
those, those villains, oh, they're, they're crazy. They're crazy. I don't know what... I don't know. I didn't tell them nothing. I didn't tell them about the senator. I didn't tell them a thing. I don't know what the hell they want with me. It was a case of mistaken identity, I think. Really? I thought for sure that Senator Daly had sent him after me. Why would Senator Daly want to send him after you? Because he was trying to bribe me not to send a picture of him with some slut to the papers. Oh yeah, speaking of that, do you have a thumb drive with the information of photos of this woman? I do, and now I'm going to, for sure, I'm going to sell it to the papers and get... They're going to expose the senator for all of his shenanigans. Well, the senator tells us that those are photos of a secret agent that whose identity can't be made public. You believe you that shit for one second? Well, no. I don't know. After what we've just found out, anything's possible, but... Anyways, he hired us. To find you and to get that thumb drive back. Well, whatever he's paying you, I'll pay you double not to take it from me. Well, I think we just... Us being... Us rescuing us... uh, Rescuing you is... Is, uh... Enough. Yeah, we could always Uh, leave you right here where we found you. You wouldn't do that. You're you're superheroes, right? Yeah, and that's why we're not just going to believe the word of any old person in case this is some kind of an agent that you're putting in danger. you got to let us investigate it first. I already did investigate it. Yeah, I don't trust your investigative ability. I've been inside your apartment. (sighs) I'm telling you, it's just his side piece. He just doesn't want his wife to find out. Well, I tell you what. How about we continue this conversation outside of here? But first of all, you've been down here for a while. I know you've probably been in this cage, but uh, you know where they're all hanging out? What what rooms is Phoenix? Did you hear him talking about the Phoenix agenda or Phoenix agent or anything like that? Because that's what we also are here for. No, they just... They kept referring to somebody called the boss. They was waiting to hear from the boss. That's all I know. I don't know where the hell they went. They just threw me in this stupid cage took off well we're gonna poke around a little more Richie well, I'll tell you, I tell you what though they're down here somewhere I mean they they didn't leave I would have I seen them walk past if they would have gone back to the elevator Yeah. unless there's another elevator I don't know about alright if we're gonna let you out of here you gotta be cool you stay behind us I could be cool I could be cool we'll see alright inspector you're the you're the inspector. Once you figure out where they're at. Yes, I will have a look around. Um, so you're leaving this room and going back out in the hallway then? or? Yeah, I think so. Well, unless, you know, there's something of else of interest in this uh, room. No, it looks like they uh, had been keeping animals down here at one point, but they aren't anymore, and now they just... Since the the cages seemed like a convenient place to for the villains to throw Richie. Well, yeah, let's get back in the hallway. You know, with all these animals, they wonder if maybe your soul was in here. Yes, I hope Brendan Bain isn't mixed up with this Sapan Vasaman and they're taking souls out of the animals and doing the whole thing again. You hear a 
faint, ghostly, disembodied feline yowl. What was that? It sounded like a, a tiger or something. <laughs> um, so the next room after the uh, the room with all the cages is a um, a room densely packed with uh, advanced looking computer equipment. Well, you're the computer whiz. Does, do either of you have at least three dice in technology? No, I have gotten nothing. <laughs> yeah, okay. You do have two dice in technology. You've got two dice in all the mundane traits and lists. Oh. noted. Okay. Well, yeah. Without you need at least three dice in it to uh, to try to do anything with this stuff. Unfortunately. Yeah, well, next room then. It's over my head. Uh, and so the next room you come to. Um, Appear, I mean, it, it just appears to contain basically like a large generator. Maybe the... And it's humming along. Um, and a lot of, you know, wiring and, and conduit and stuff. Um, it appears to be... Uh, powering this entire facility, perhaps. It's not... Maybe it's not like wired into the rest of the building for some reason. Hmm. Could be, uh, you, it could be producing power for this, uh, Phoenix agent stuff. Like maybe it either is, uh, generating some uh, power to, that's like keeping it, you know, stored, like refrigerated or, or if it's actually producing the stuff. You know, worst comes to worst, we can't find anything. We just maybe snip a few wires on this bad boy, cut a conduit see what happens, but maybe we should check out the other labs and see how many more there are first. I agree. You coming, Richie? Oh, I thought you looked him in the... No, no, I, I just told him to stay behind and stay with He's us. like tagging along with yeah. us, but keeping a safe distance, I guess. Alright. So, um... The next door uh, is marked security. And um, well, you know they're going to know something in there. Yeah, perhaps they know a little something. Well, maybe we do this my way then. Well, your way is probably my way as well. All right, good. And uh, I imagine you can't just open this door and walk in, but I'll try the handle, see if it opens. It does open. The second I realize it will open without even looking at what's in there first, I'll, you know, smash through the door and deal with whatever's on the other side once I'm in there. I like to smash and roll. What is your edge? My edge is 14. All right. Well, um, smashing through the door, uh, in fact, surprises these three supervillains whose edges are lower than yours. So in addition to getting a, a surprise round on them, you also will have the initiative 
because your edge is higher so um yeah they were not expecting this uh unfortunately for them so um yeah you see so you've got um these three different villain guys right um that you recognize of course from the hotel and um there's the one with like the um the like energy rope or whatever and then there's the one who uh was shooting like the blasts of energy and uh, there's a one the uh, one one of them who who has a power that you're not quite aware of what it is yet but um you are welcome to uh attempt an attack on it any of them i'm gonna do an edge strike on uh the fellow who i don't know what his powers are because of course i did this in one huge fluid motion and and uh there's one six uh, two three four five and two of those are sixes so there's a four and a one so uh six successes my edge strike on mystery power man all right well he's gonna make a toughness roll to see and he gets two successes and you had what how many five six six so he will take four damage from that all right and uh this is a surprise round so inspector specter may do something as well well um, I'm gonna have to use, I think, uh, blast. I'm gonna spend a re- one of our resolve points. Okay. Because I want to get these guys out of here before they have a chance to use their energy weapons on me. Uh, so I will roll 60 to blast them with like a with energy, which is necroplasm. Now, does this, uh, will this hit all of them? How does it, as like an area of effect attack, or how does that work? Um, I think it's just for, I don't know. I think it, you could use it to, but I'm going to, I'm just going to point it all, put it all on one person. Okay. And I will, I think, go for the, the guy that's, uh, that I know that you mentioned had the also had like energy blasts blast yeah okay so i don't have six t6s so i'm gonna i have only four d6s somehow so i'll have to roll a couple twice couple d6s again uh, both of those were odd so six or uh four okay nice. and he will take all four of them all right and then uh what is your i'm sorry what is your edge uh inspector oh uh 13 Okay, 
So you're just slightly slower than Honey Badger, who gets to go again. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and attack again uh, with my edge strike. And it's tempting to do the uh, two attacks, but then I wouldn't be able to defend myself. So we'll just stick with the one attack again on Mystery Power Man. Hopefully I'll never get to find out what his power is. Okay, there is one success, two successes, three successes, four. It could have been better out of ten dice, but one of those is a six. And it's a six again, so one, two, three, four five six six successes total all right he's gonna make his toughness he gets two and one of them is a six all right so he sticks with two um and that was how many six six so he takes another four all right and uh inspector specter gets to go as well because none of them have an edge greater than 12. okay Hmm. Well, we might as. I'm just gonna spend that other. Well, I think we have three all together. Um, but I don't need results. Yeah, I'm gonna spend another one. All right. Six successes. Okay, and it looks like three of those will make it through. And, but then, it is their turn. And the guy whose power you don't know what it is. Come at me, brah. does in fact come at you with a strike Uh-oh. that's six successes three of them were sixes so Oh, and none of them came up even. Good. So six successes. All right. Hopefully, Dr. Kane's acrylic steel body armor will uh, protect me here. I'm rolling nine dice. There's one, two, three, four, five, and one of those is a six. Are you kidding? Come on. Let me, come on, baby. This six. This exploding six is a good rule. It saved my bacon more than once. Thanks, Prowlers and Paragons designers. And hey, it's another six. So I guess I can keep rolling, but at that point I've deflected all those six. Just take it in the armor. At that point you, yes, do not need to continue to keep rolling, although it may be fun to do so. Um, I just realized that uh, I, so I guess you're, you can, you have to take like a 2D penalty if you use the same Action or whatever only, on the only on the same page or the same round. On the same round, and I just I use two blasts, um, so I'll, whatever. I'll just use a. I'll you have a penalty next action, I guess. Well, I don't think it was in the same round though. You did the first blast in the first round, and the second blast in the second round. Yeah, there's a free round. Yeah, like that surprise round. Yeah. 
You just have a round. Oh, okay. And so the um, the guy with the uh, for lack of a better word, energy rope, energy rope man, attempts to ensnare Honey Badger in it. Electro Roper. That's what I'm calling him. I'm going to use a active defense this time. He gets seven successes. I am going to try to block. I got to roll a fewer dice though now because this isn't the same round that I've already used strike. No, I haven't. Yeah, I did. And uh, well, I got two sixes. That's good. But that's it. Now I'm roll those eight dice. Let me roll those two again. And uh, well, those are both evens, a four and a two. So four, so three of those will. What happens to me then when three get through? Just take three damage, or am I entangled? You are entangled, and you uh, may attempt to uh, break out of it. <clears throat> you will. Uh, the remaining three uh, entangles need to get need to be dealt with before you are freed. Okay, do I do that now, or do I wait for my turn? Wait for your turn. Right. And the final guy, the one with the that also has the blast, is going to blast at Inspector Spectre. Although I don't know if he's susceptible to that or not. I don't remember. Yes, I am. He's susceptible to energy. And that will be uh, seven successes. Okay, well, now can I use a... I don't really have any... Like, I, I, toughness is probably the only thing I can use. Yeah, if that's armor or anything, so yeah, I guess it would right. probably be toughness. If, you're right. at, if your athletics is better than your toughness, you can dodge with it, but it probably isn't. No, I didn't really take a huge amount of points in those, so... Just it's only got a three, three D toughness, but I'll go ahead and roll it, and I get one success. So I take six. Ouch! Damage. All right. Well, back up to Honey Bear. All right, I'm gonna. Can I might my way out of this? You can. All right, yeah, and if you can picture a honey badger lassoed, how it would act, that's exactly how she's acting. It's like rolling around. And she doesn't want to be caged. I got six dice and might, so let's see what I can do. Try to, hopefully my bottomless rage, which is my only power, will, it isn't tech. Okay, that's not terrible. Uh, well, three successes, a four, six, four, two fours and a six. Let me reroll the six. Four, four successes. Hopefully that will might me out of uh, a snap that energy lasso. Take that, that electro roper. That does might you out, and it might you out effectively, sufficiently effectively that I'm going to rule um, you may act in addition. Well, thank you. And he's going to get struck. Ener- energy rope man. Energy electro roper. You thought you'd get away with this. 
Let's see, there's one success, two successes, three successes, four, five. I'm going to reroll the six uh, for two. So, once again, six successes with the edge strike. All right, well, he's got uh, a bit of armor. Holy shit. So on seven dice of armor, he rolled one success. So how many how many successes did you have? Six? I had six, so five will get through. Five will get through. He's already taken eight, so God, I hope I'm getting close. No, that guy that guy hadn't been hit at all yet. Oh, that's right. That was Mystery Man who's taken eight. Uh, he has taken eight. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. And uh, Inspector. All right. Uh, to potentially save my... Hide. I'm going to phase like out and then kind of when I can phase back in on a different location uh, so I'm not next to the uh, same person. Like get behind him or something? <laughs> yeah. If that'll help. Uh, and just, yeah, I'm trying to <clears throat> not gonna be proactive about uh, not dying. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, yeah, you uh, phase out and 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 reappear sort of behind these guys, uh, which unfortunately means that there's nobody f- for them. They don't see anybody for them to attack except Honey Badger. I'm assuming that uh, Richie is is not participating in the combat because he would just be dead. Yeah, and, and Honey Badger will make sure they, they, that their attention is on her. Oh, come, I'll take on all three of you sons of bitches. Come on, come on, come on. All right. Um, and so they shall. And Mystery Power Man. It is. Okay, so he's going to strike at Honey Badger. Three, four successes. One of them is a six. Five successes. I'm going to rely on my passive defense with the acrylic steel armor. Hope to soak that up. Let's see. I got nine dice here. Let's get lucky. Okay, there's a six. There's a four. There's a two. There's a two. There's a four. That's it. One, two, three, four, five successes. But I got to re-roll this six. Come on, man. Give me a, give me an even. No, it's a one. So I have five successes. Uh, how, how many did I have? Six? Six, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, so I take one. Yeah, and I have taken some before in the last fight, so I've still got those marked here. I'm assuming I didn't magically heal. Okay, and um, ten, and uh, energy blast man is going to shoot an energy blast in your direction. That's a lot of ones, and he only gets four successes. Okay, uh, I have to roll two fewer dice this time since I've already used my armor, I think. And, uh, well, that's better. I got one, two, three, four, five. One of those is a six, but I won't bother to re-roll it. Because that would soak my, uh, soak his attack, so... 
Sorry, what happened? I was. I, I fully defended myself in every possible oh. way. Very nice. And finally, the last guy. Come on, come on! He's just gonna try to punch you. And he rolls zero successes. Alright. And hopefully by you know, keeping them so busy, I confer some minor advantage on whatever Spectre Spectre's gonna do. That was her intention anyway. Give him a chance to blast one in the butt or something. Go butt blast. Butt blast. Alright, well, it is Honey Badger's turn. Is it my turn? Well, um, Mystery Power Man is getting all ten edge strike dice. And take that! Let's see, there's one success, two, three, four, five, six, and two of those are sixes. And so, six so far, seven. Seven total successes on an edge strike to Mystery Power Man. All right, well, he's got four dice of toughness. So we shall see. He gets one success. Well, then he'll take six. One, two, three, four was all he needed, and he falls to the ground. Ha! Who's next? Inspector Spectre, technically. Okay. Uh, I will... uh, hmm. Should I save that extra? I can punch. Um, I will uh, throw a a punch from behind uh, at uh, the uh, w- one of the guys that's still up. It doesn't matter which one. Go for electro energy blast. Or yeah, it could be the energy blast guy or the electro rover guy. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I'll go for the uh, the roper. All right. Uh, two successes. Well, he will attempt to dodge with his athletics. He gets one success, so he takes one. And let's see. So that guy is down, and he never even really got to use his funny power, but that's fine. Um, and so Blast Man. He's going to sh- fire a blast along the ground at Honey Badger. This blast comes at you, Honey Badger, from his fingertips. One, two, three, four. Four successes is all he manages. Okay, well, that's good, and I guess those defenses I did last time were at the end of the last page so I haven't used my armor yet so I'm going to no. take all nine dice here. Hopefully so there's one success, two three, four and I have a six but I won't re-roll it because four is all I needed so I'll assume that the armor absorbs most of the shock of that blast It does indeed and uh, let's see I'll taunt, I'll taunt the last guy to attack in me. Come on, come on. I'm right here, I'm right here. I'm standing right here. He puts a... 
a hand up to the side of his head and begins looking as though he's concentrating very hard on something. And he gets one, two, three, four, five, six. Awesome songs. Seven. Eight. Eight total successes. Um, and these uh, sort of like glowy tentacles begin slapping at you. Mm. Uh, well, I used my uh, see. I've used my armor and my strike already to block with, but even with a penalty, my armor is as good as my toughness. So I'm going to take two dice away from the armor. Roll seven dice, and I need how many successes? Seven. Yep. Well, I'm not going to get that many, but there's one, two, three, four. Reroll the six. No, four successes total. So three, I get bitch slapped by three tentacles. Yes, or, or by a tentacle for three. Uh, got hit by a tentacle. Gross. But then it is your turn, subsequent to being tentacled. All right, and that's the top of the next page. And, and again, with my huge, ridiculous D10 dice of edge strike. Oh my God, there's... It's the Satan roll. I got three sixes in there. Let's put those aside. And a four and a two and another four. And so, let's see. So far, that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's re-roll all three of those sixes. Come on, baby. And I got one more. So, seven successes. And which one was this? This was this was Blast Blaster Man. Okay. Naming him Blast. Blaster, Electro Roper, and Mystery Power Man. That's how I think. Yep. All right. Well, uh, Blaster Man is going to attempt a dodge. How many successes did you have? Seven. Seven. He gets one. Oh, well, that's very unfortunate for him. Uh, so he's going to take six, and that is one, two, three, four five so yeah that was one more than he actually needed so uh blast man is now down as well and inspector specter all right so who's still up just the mystery power guy no he went down first the so one that's left oh. is the telekinesis tentacle the tentacle nesis man uh, okay um <clears throat> i'll blast him get rid get him out of here oh. Uh, four successes. Yeah, well, he's going to attempt to dodge with athletics. He gets one success, so he will take three. Two, three. <sighs> and then he's going to attempt to... Four, five, six, seven, nine, ten. He's going to attempt to... Uh, Ensnare Honey Badger once again. Nope. So there's three, four, five, six. Six successes. Okay. And I'm going to uh, 
feels cheap to use armor to not get ensnared, really, the more I think about it. So I think I'll go with the old athletics on that one. Here we go, come on. I need six, you say? Um, yep. There's one, two, three, four. Last three and four sixes, and then two ones, which I'll set aside. I'm getting lucky on sixes. I'm going to reroll those two sixes. So far, there's four. And there's a three and another six, so uh, five, five total. Okay, well, um, that's not quite enough to avoid. Uh, so you mostly avoid it. Mostly are able to dodge it, but you're just slightly immobilized. I'm mostly unentangled. And uh, it's your turn. Yeah, well, I'm going to mite my way out of my entanglement. So and ah, shake that thing off. Okay, I swear to God, these sixes are just awesome. Um, that being said, out of six dice, I only got two successes, but both of those were sixes. And so two. Okay, now we're talking. There's a four and another six, so four successes, and all that other six, and I got a five, so four total successes. Hopefully, well, we have yeah, you only have one. one. Yeah, so so go go ahead, do do what you will. And here we go. And there's one, two, three, four only out of ten dice. The one is a six, but it does not re-roll as an even. So four total successes only on my edge strike attack on this remaining villain. All right, well, he's got some pretty good armor, so we'll see what he can do. So he gets one, two, three, four successes. Which I believe negates Negates it. All right, Inspector. Uh, I will uh, try to punch him. I don't get any success. Swung right through him. You didn't phase into harden out, you know. Yeah. You didn't solidify. Well, let's see here. I think he's going to uh, attempt to punch. Uh, that's three successes in attempting to uh, to punch at the honey badger. I will now rely on my good old armor. And crunch. Let's see. Wait a minute. Okay. One, two, three, four. Four twos and a four. Five successes. Oh, all right. Well, no damage for you. We're just negating each other, huh? And now it's your turn to negate him. Yeah, full on <laughs> edge strike. Here it comes. I wish I'd read more about the rules on grappling and all that stuff. It'd be much more super heroic than just punching him with spikes over and over, but I didn't read all that. So, one, two, three. I got three sixes and four. No, I got three sixes and three fours and a two. Leaving a five and a one on one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes, but I'm going to re roll these three sixes. I'm going to put this guy down. And only one of those, though, is a success. So eight total successes with the 
spike punch. Alright, well he's gonna rely on his armor. As I would. But he he rolls four successes. How many did you have? Six, seven? I had I think eight. I think I said eight, but eight yeah. I think yeah, so. Eight. Well, uh let's see. So that sounds to me like four of those are gonna get through. Um and that's enough for uh Tendril Kinesis Man to go down. Or Tentacle Kinesis Man, if you, if you prefer. Yeah. Alright. That's enough. Well, you know, uh, I don't know if any of these guys are dead. Um, no, yeah, of course not. Yeah, we... Well, first of all, let me get my zip ties out. They might be able to break them, but I get my zip ties out of my coat with the fur collar, my thrift store coat, and uh, zip tie those guys. Ha- ankles to hands. And uh, you want to try to talk to one of these guys? Get computer passcode, something? Or do we just knock out the power generator and get the hell out of here? Well, we should ask them some questions. I think the guy to question might be the uh, the guy with the tent. I wouldn't know with the uh, the uh, lasso or whatever it was. Electro the roper. roper. All right, I'm gonna. Because he won't be able to use any powers. He'll. Uh, is that was that an actual like technology rope thing, or was it actual a power? I think it was like a, it was it was like a power. power rope. Oh, it was. Yeah. And uh, as you're discussing what to do and how to interrogate these guys and who might have the best information, a very loud klaxon begins sounding and red lights begin flashing all over the complex and you hear this voice begin speaking over a loudspeaker and it's a very calm sounding voice and it says warning there has been a malfunction the power plant's cooling systems. Everyone in the facility must evacuate immediately. Well, if that's if that's accurate, maybe we don't need to go rip out a conduit. Yeah, that's uh, actually that might work out pretty well for us. Right. But either way, we better get Richie the hell out of here. You ready, Richie? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah let's go. We'll, we'll get out of here and live to fight another day. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, there, that agent, uh, Phoenix agent stuff is uh, gonna blow or something. Uh, maybe that'll be the last of it. Maybe not. But let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Run for the elevator. Go. Well, you run for the elevator, only to find that it has been. The elevator doors have been ensconced behind a massive blast shield. I will, uh... I will. Even if it wouldn't work, what Honey Badger would do is start bashing as hard as she could at the blast shield until somebody stopped her and brought her to reason. So She'll roll if it's actually possible. She could smash her way through it, but if she can't, she'll just do it dramatically. I mean, it would not be impossible, but it would be very, very difficult. Yeah, like... 
like play like superhuman difficulty maybe or or hard mm -hmm. superhuman let's see like, like like four or five successes or even more it would be extreme superhuman yeah like six okay 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 smash 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 okay there's a four and a four and a six and a four and a two okay so that's only one two three four five successes but let's re-roll this six come on come on and yes it's a four so six successes all right well you uh, successfully in your honey badger rage managed to smash down the security door revealing the elevator beyond and uh, allowing you to escape it was a close one i couldn't have passed through it even if i wanted to not through energy i think uh with uh honey badger and inspector specter and richie montoya rocketing towards the surface in the elevator that is where we will call it a series i think more adventures for us to have later on the podcast regardless of, of what happens with the uh the senator and stuff i mean you you've you rescued the guy um defeated the supervillains, and you haven't exactly learned everything you needed to learn but i think it's fair to say that you will in time this is wkab with breaking news chubby chode's founder chubby charles chode senior was found dead earlier today in his kuchua hills mansion Upon further investigation, Cape City Police are treating his death as a homicide. Sources close to the case say Chode appeared to have multiple bruises and lacerations on his body and head and likely died of blunt force trauma or blood loss. However, no official cause of death has been named pending an autopsy. We've also received word that several long, skinny hot dogs with apparent blood stains were discovered near the body and were collected as evidence. Efforts to determine the brand of hot dogs are ongoing, but experts have already ruled out Chubby Chode's hot dogs being the potential weapons, stating that their short, stubby design makes it virtually impossible. Despite ongoing legal battles with various governmental agencies, Chubby Chodes has remained a popular local fast food chain since the opening of its first store in 1977. No doubt, countless fans across Cape City and beyond are mourning the loss of the eccentric genius who redefined the hot dog. Chode was 62 at the time of his death and leaves behind wife Carol Chode, son Chucky Chode Jr., and 23 other offspring who live in Vietnam. What? Have you... What? Uh, have you cleared this? Yeah, well, um, okay, well, uh, it looks like WKAB has just received a recording from Chode's Widow to be aired in the event of his death, and uh, uh, sounds like we're going to play it in its entirety. Hello, this is Chubby Charles Chode Sr. It's Thursday, January 21st, 9.23 p.m. And if you're hearing this message, it means it's sometime after that, and I'm already dead. Hell, there are many ways I could have kicked the bucket. Autoerotic asphyxiation, rabid pony attack, necrotic taint disease, etc. But the fact that you're listening to this specific recording means it was murder. Carol, I had a big clap after I say murder. A thunderclap, that is. Don't screw this up. I know you've been drinking a lot of ayahuasca lately. 
Anyway, the reason I made this recording is to ask for the public's assistance in solving my murder. I don't trust the Cape City pigs, and neither should you. So to assist you amateur sleuths, I've included a short list in no particular order of who I consider the most likely suspects in my tragic and deplorable slaying. Number one, the owner of Floppy Frank's, Floppy Frank Longfellow. This son of a bitch has been trying to undercut me with his flimsy fiddlesticks while spreading outrageous propaganda about me for years. It never worked, so if anyone had a motive for my murder, it's him. Number two, my own son, Chucky Choate Jr. It pains me to say it, but the boy's an insane imbecile, and he had a lot to gain from my death. Or so he thought. I secretly changed my will, and he won't inherit a cent of the Chubby Choad's fortune until it's proven he had nothing to do with my murder. And number three, a vast conspiracy, possibly involving the Food and Drug Administration, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. These government goons have been after my secret recipe from the get-go, and they have the resources to pull off a covert assassination cover-up. Now remember, if you find anything, don't go to the pigs. They aren't good for anything but digging up truffles in the dirt. You go to the superheroes of Cape City like the Enforcers, and they'll take it from there. Okay, folks, that's my time. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for your many years of patronage. God bless.